Good evening, investors. I hope you had a great week and welcome back to Econ Recaps. If you're new to the channel, we make daily no-fluff recaps, keeping you up to date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe below so you don't miss out. And now let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed the day up 1.3% to a price of $4,205.45. The biggest winner for the day was information technology, up 2.84% with all but two of the 66 constituent companies closing the day higher. Broadcom jumped another 11.5% today as the market continues to price in its new deal with Apple. The semiconductor company is up 19% on the week, closing at a price of $812.73. Other semiconductor companies jumped as well, with AMD up 5.5%, Intel up 5.8%, and both Qualcomm and Micron up over 6%. The second best performing sector today was consumer discretionary, up 2.35% on the day. The two largest players in the sector, Amazon and Tesla, were up 4.4 and 4.7% respectively. The catalyst for Amazon was the market's continued optimism for AI and therefore Amazon's cloud and web hosting capabilities. Looking to other economic news for the market, Tesla had a pretty busy day. To start off on a positive note, it looks like the Model Y was the best-selling car in Europe during Q1 2023. On the other hand, it was discovered that 100 gigabytes of confidential data had been leaked by a whistleblower who was exposing Tesla for its poor data protection. This information includes personal data on countless drivers and even the social security number of Elon Musk. In other Tesla news, the EV maker has teamed up with Ford, announcing late last night that starting in spring of 2024, the Ford EV owners will be able to access Tesla's supercharger network. This is great news as a lack of charging stations is one of the key issues holding EVs back from gaining more popularity. Today, Ford and Tesla were up 6.25 and 4.7% respectively. Continuing with Elon Musk, his other company Neuralink had huge news come out yesterday as the company announced it has officially received FDA approval to start in-human clinical trials. For those of you who don't know, in summary, Neuralink implants chips into people's brains and bodies in the hope of restoring full mobility and brain function. After his announcement on Wednesday via Twitter, Ron DeSantis raised a record 8.2 million in the first 24 hours of his candidacy. For reference, Joe Biden raised $6.3 million in his 2020 campaign, and it took Donald Trump six months to raise $9.3 million. The U.S. Treasury's cash on hand has now dropped to just $38.8 billion. This is the lowest we have had since 2017, and we started off the year with over half a trillion dollars. This is why everyone is in such a hurry to raise the debt ceiling. The top five events of the week are Uber and Google's self-driving company Waymo launching autonomous vehicle rides in Phoenix, Arizona later this year. Meta's Ireland division was charged $1.3 billion by the European Union for violating various data privacy rules. Essentially, regulators from Ireland's Data Protection Commission ordered Facebook to stop transferring European users' data to the United States way back in 2020. Obviously, the company didn't listen, and they were found only partially compliant with these demands. 
NVIDIA reached all-time highs as they beat on earnings and during the call announced that their AI revenues will double next year. The company jumped 25% this week after the report and is now up 172% since the start of the year. Searches for terms like cancel Netflix account and delete Netflix Searches for terms like cancel Netflix account and delete Netflix were up almost 3,000% in the UK as Netflix users are beginning to react to the newly implemented fee of five euros per additional household. Lastly, Microsoft warned that Chinese state-sponsored hacking group Volt Typhoon targeted and compromised critical US infrastructure. It appears the attack was centered around domestic communications with the goal being to gain access and remain unnoticed for as long as possible. Moreover, the attack seemed to be directed towards Guam, which would be the heart of the U.S. military response in the event of a Taiwan invasion. Moving to economic news, today we got PCE data for April. The inflation measure came in at 4.4% year-over-year, slightly higher than the 4.2% year-over-year change seen in March. Core PCE, which excludes food and energy prices, was up 4.7%, a tenth of a percent higher than March's reading. Today we also got the final reading for May's Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index. The reading was 59.2, about 1.5 points higher than forecasted, although still down 4 points from April's reading. And lastly, durable goods orders grew 1.1% month over month for April. This is an important gauge of consumer demand and seeing it stay positive is a good sign for the economy. Now, going into earnings for the day, the sole reporting company was Big Lots, which reported on an abysmal first quarter. Revenues came in at $1.12 billion, slightly lower than the expected $1.2 billion. The company also reported a loss per share of $3.40. Analysts had expected a loss per share of only $1.62. Shares of the company quickly traded down 13.3% on the day, but recovered slightly, up 1.76% in after hours. Thank you for listening to Econ Recaps, and tune in Sunday, where we will go over the weekend news and tell you what to look forward to next week. A quick reminder, if you enjoy our content, feel free to check out some of our latest videos to stay up to date, and I hope you have a great night. Cheers.